0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: To kick off, um, just kind of following that conversation, right? I mean, right now, everybody's talking about preparing and um, it's difficult out there, and, and I think one of the most important things in times that are tough like this is, is to get aligned with your partner, right, and understand um, how to get that alignment, how to lean in on your partner, how to be a good partner, right? Now, this is <clears throat> could be a, um, a marriage. It could be a business partner. It could be a, a boyfriend, girlfriend. But specifically, someone that you're in the trenches with, right. And during times like this, <coughs> excuse me, how you communicate and how you're aligned, really can help you get through um, the storm. So that's the that's what I want to talk about today. And really kicking it off, uh, I talk a lot about is is the end game. And the end game is with your partner, your significant other. It's what you want, why you want it, and when you want it, and what sacrifices you're willing to make in order to get your end game. And having this clarity on what you want, why you want it, and when you want it, and ultimately what you're willing to sacrifice and being aligned with your partner on that starts to make things easier in tough times. And that end game may need to be adjust during tough times, right? I heard Brian, you know, mentioning on the tail end of this conversation, you know, preparation, or you may need to change things, or you may need to sacrifice, you know, a little bit more short term in order to be be better prepared long term. And so I challenge everybody today to just have some reflection on with the amount of stress going on and, and, and the potential chaos happening how aligned are you with your current partner, right? What are they going through? What are you going through? Are you guys communicating well? Are you you aligned on adjusting your goals in order in the short term to hit them long term? And so I wanna give some steps that have helped me and have helped others kind of get this level of alignment and, and help through um, what's going on. So the this is going to be relevant to, you know, if if you're a business owner and your partner stays at home or you are both employees for a company or you're both business owners. So th- this is applicable to any scenario in that. And my hopes is you just gain one tactical thing out of this that can hopefully make it better um, right now because it can be it can be tough right i mean I, you know when you get home and 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 you have a a work life versus a personal life and you're carrying over a lot of that especially in times like this and there is not alignment and there isn't maybe empathy on one one side of the relationship things can get even worse and and right now that unity needs to be more connected than ever so i would <clears throat> the the first thing i would do is is figure out the best way to communicate Right? What's the best way to communicate? And what I mean by that is 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 how? Right? Is it is you know uh, is your partner more um, prone to to want to receive a text and written format or or an email that really articulates out and they can process and read it? Is it uh, a face to face conversation? Is it a phone call? We all process things differently. And we all have a form of communication that we prefer. Right. I'm an instant guy like I want to have a face to face and I want to hash it out. I want to get it over with. But a lot of people don't. Right. They want to process that data. They want some time to sit on it. They want to think about things. Right. So figure out the best way to communicate how. Right. That that would be, you know, potentially the channel and then the frequency. Right. I mean, I'm I'm the type of individual where. <clears throat> where I get something off of my chest, and I'm in a good spot, um, I don't need a lot of frequency at that point. Some people do, right? Some people want to keep discussing things, and, and they need to get it out to vent. But it's super important that you get this alignment with your, your your partner on on the best way to communicate, and then the frequency to communicate in times like this. Um, The next one, <clears throat> excuse me, must Listen and not hear. Must listen and not hear. And I'm really bad at this one, right? I mean, my. I don't do a good job at listening, and I just hear a lot of the times and I try to work on that, right? I mean, so listening to what they're actually saying, not just being present and hearing it, but seeking to really understand and asking the questions So you can understand and you can listen um, on both sides is super important. The next one, know when you just need to listen and when you need to help. This is a big one. Know when you need to just listen versus when you need to help. I'm really guilty of this one, right? I'm, I I want to immediately fix. My mind always goes to solving a problem, even if that problem necessarily doesn't need to be solved. And it can create tension in a relationship because of a lot of times the other partner, they may be prone to, they just need someone to have empathy and understand what's going on and to listen because they're going through their own process of how they're going to work that problem um, out, or they may have already been down a path to getting it fixed and they just need you to listen to what they've experienced and be a good partner versus just jumping in and trying to solve it, right? So know when to listen versus needing to just jump in and try to help every day, understand time and circumstance, every day, understand time and circumstance. And what I mean by this is we all, again, process things differently, right? I mean, if, <clears throat> if something bad happens, or it compounds, or, you know, that, that someone loses a major deal has an awful day at work, or their boss is frustrated with them, and then they get home and something's, you know, not, going great with the kids at school or a practice or, or whatever it is, and things start to compound, right, we need to be as, as partners, both, both partners to understand time and circumstance, right? Maybe when we bring up something versus when we don't, right? Not all times are appropriate based on the circumstance to have a certain type of conversation. Right, certain certain times are not opportunistic, based on what's going on. You know, if if your partner is is, is going through some massive stress and you you know them well enough, you know you may want to hold off, um, if you can, on bringing up certain things, out of respect, out of them. Um, become an expert at body language and mind reading, I know that one's a little out there, but become an expert at body language and mind reading. You now, I think this is a tool that is phenomenal It in life, right? Whether you're selling something, whether you're a manager, you're a leader, you're a business owner, understanding body language and almost the ability to read the mind really puts you in a position to understand what the next step is, right? No triggers, right? I mean, we all know this. I mean, everyone listening to this as a partner, you know your partner's triggers, you know what buttons to push, you know when to back off and when to comfort, right? And we, in, in times like this, we've gotta be highly cognizant of that, right? We, And if we're not good at that, we need to start taking mental notes When when things um, when we should be understanding body languages and triggers, right, because those 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 body languages ultimately put people in a certain state of mind and will help you be a better partner um, on how you approach and how you communicate and and when you do it right. And when you know to to comfort, when you know maybe when to push positively, right, because there's a lot of times where. If you guys are both in a bad spot, that's no good, right? Somebody needs to push somebody, right? Somebody needs to push them in a healthy way and say, hey, listen, you know, that might be bad right now, but it's time, you know, here's all the amazing things we do have. And it's time to, to put our big boy pants on and get going, right? So, so it, it's critical to understand where people are and when to push them, when to comfort them, right? Know what triggers them. And, and, and to help them out, um, try to find or make time for stress relievers, right? Whether this is alone time, this is a date night, right? What what are the things in times like this that can help alleviate stress, right? Does your partner have a hobby? Does, you know, he or she love to <clears throat> play golf and, and and because money's been tight and, things have been chaotic, or whatever the scenario is, right? I mean, try to figure out a way to give them a few hours to go do that. <clears throat> right? Try if, if things have been chaotic at, at home, because you know, work is crazy for for both of you. And um, you're also managing the kids and, you know, make time to get to that date night to reconnect on a, a, a deeper emotional level. Right. Because if we constantly live in stress and we're constantly in the state of everything is chaotic, it will only get worse. Right. It's it's our job is is a is a partner to help lift our other partner up and vice versa. Right. Help them find ways to alleviate stress, make time to emotionally connect again. Um, This is a big one comparing, and stop keeping score. Stop comparing, and stop keeping score. And in times of stress, and this is this becomes more and more prevalent, right? All of a sudden, it's, well, I've been, you know, taking the kids more to practice, or I, you know, I make more money, or, you know, the reason I get to do this is because you know, I'm better at this, or I, I do more of that, right? This is, this is real bad, right? We've gotta gotta always come back and understand we're a team, right? And if you're aligned with your end game, what you want, why you want it, and when you want it, and what sacrifices as a team you're willing to do in order to hit your goals, you can't ever get in a mode of of comparing or keeping score because none of that's healthy right? Because you're a team, right? A team, sometimes <clears throat> in a team, you know, one individual will, will look like they're the star, right? But in but in football, that running back can't be the star without a great line. And everybody has a role in a good team and in a good partnership. And even if at times it feels like the lights on one partner more than the other, we've got to be cognizant that that doesn't work without the partnership and the team, and we can't ever get into a state of where we start comparing. Um, also, the 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 other thing we we have to do in in times like this is we've got to remove all toxic, right? Anything that's toxic, especially right now, right? So whether If the news puts you in a bad state of mind, if you've got certain friends, if you've got um, peers at work, whatever it is, right, we have to remove this toxicity from our life right now, right? We can't have additional negative people compounding and making putting this stress on us personally, which thus carries over into our relationships. So we've got to remove all toxic around us. Um, The other thing is don't sit on anything too long. Right? Don't let you know, the biggest thing is you don't want to blow up, right? When you sit on something too long, it festers, right? Address it, figure out the best way to communicate it and address it. Um, and then, you know, ultimately, the last step I'm leaving here is just, you know, remember why you guys partnered together, right? Never forget the hill you've both already climbed or you're climbing in in all the good times and and everything that is important that made you that team, right? Because that all gets challenged in tough times, right? It's, It's easier to be happy and carefree in good times and it's harder in the harder times, right? But this is an opportunity to get closer together, to reinvigorate that teamwork, to reassess your end game, what you want, why you want it, and when you want it. And to get more aligned as a unit in times like this, to make the good times even better. So that's, that's what I got, I can open up for questions. I just wanted to share, um, you know, a lot of the times, you know, people in in business, we don't talk about what's going on at home, or we don't talk about um, our partners. And on um, the importance of, of marrying those together and, and communicating and, and having empathy and, and being aligned as a team and not comparing and not keeping score. And, and I thought uh, based on everything that was going on it'd be a, a good topic to discuss. So with that being said, um, before I open up for questions.
2: Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: In the link, I put my free course. It's eight plus hours of video content and downloads on how I've built, scaled, and exited nine figure companies. It's my gift free to you. Um, So if you're not driving, grab that link and um, take advantage of of some of that content. Um, It talks a lot in here about how to build your end game, how to set goals properly and and how to achieve them as well, which I briefly touched on. So with that being said, I'm going to open it up for, for questions.
3: Hey, Judge, this is Ramon. I don't have a question, but I just want to say thank you for what you shared. I'm going to work it right now and listening intently to the point, especially about not comparing and keeping scores. So I often get into that sometimes. So thank you, brother, for your share. And thanks for being here in BWC.
1: Of course. Yeah. Thanks for 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 sharing with me. <clears throat> Did this resonate with anybody else? Does anybody else <clears throat> get something from this and is going to feel like that, um, they need to have a better deeper conversation with their partner when they get home or maybe share some of this with their partner
2: judge i'll i'll chime in you know it's been eye-opening um to me just going through when the when the market gets fast and the world gets fast and then Uh, One day you look up and you're like, man, I used to have a partner at home that we would sit down and we would have these meetings and we would do these things and we would have a common vision and a common goal. And sometimes you get so caught up in business. Um, and running fast and in trying to stay productive that you forget to continue that mission together at home and taking the time to do that is so, so important. Um, and and as things kind of slow down, I hope that people get back to that, back to being on the same mission together, to revisiting the plan, to working together because business and home are not separate. And sometimes we treat them that way.
1: Totally true. and And, and I would even say, you know, technology is changing things so fast, and even post COVID, and the work from home movement, that we've really blurred the lines between family, home and work, you know, you look back 30 years ago, um, before there was the internet and email, and there was a clear delineation of of, of that cutoff, right? I mean, it was people worked eight to five, and you literally um, you didn't even have to unplug because there was no technology, right? You just, you went home and that was said, and now it's, you know, you, unfortunately you can't, it's, it's almost impossible to turn it off. And so getting that level of alignment and, and bringing each other into what's going on in that, um, in both of those worlds is, is critical for success at, at home and work, in my opinion. Anybody else, anybody struggling it with homework life balance or how to communicate or their partner not, you know, feeling like they're supportive or, or self-reflection that maybe, you know, you are, are not as supportive to your other partner or anything else any, anybody wants to share?
3: Hey, Judge, I got a few more things, but I want to just wait to see anybody else want to share. I don't want to take all your oxygen. So this is Ramon again, but let me wait 10 seconds. See if somebody else wants to jump in that I do have a question or two for you, if you don't mind. But I'll wait to see somebody else want to jump in first. No problem. All right. So here's my question, Judge: Is that I think that yes, uh, sometimes I think the aspect of sharing. What what is your thoughts, uh, Judge? And again, thanks for being here. Of if your partner, and again, partner could be your whatever you want to call it, your wife or your spouse or boyfriend, that type of girlfriend, that type of partner, or business. So, but in the case of rephrase, family relations is what I meant. In the case of family, if they're not aligned with you, I know one thing I went through, Judge, is sharing with my family about wealth building. Now we didn't grow up that way. We didn't know about it. We didn't understand stocks, bonds, mutual funds, savings. Just wasn't. I didn't. Grew up that way, only until recently, a lot of it was being in the BWC community. And frankly, since Kristen here, a lot of things learning from her and others like that. So what are your thoughts? What is your guidance? If your partner, that family member in your life, they're not used to it, they're not aligned with it, the path you're going scares them. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because you can't really cut them off. You don't want to tell your wife, well, goodbye, if you don't want to save money. Have you gone through that? And what do you suggest, please? Thanks. Yeah, for sure. And, and,
1: and, I, and listen, I, I don't ever want to see anybody cut off anybody. But I, I would say that there are times and if if you have a toxic partner, it may be time to, to consider moving on right or a toxic family member. um, You know, that that sometimes unfortunately does happen. If that is not the case, then I think some level of education right to, to that you can start to, to educate them on 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 the things you're going through and why and why it's important or or, or you know philosophically why you believe you need to save now and hear their reasonings, you know, so there's a level of education. And then if it <clears throat> can't get past that, <clears throat> they still don't understand, then I think it's just a candid conversation of just be, hey, then then I just need you as my partner or my dad or my uncle or my aunt or what you know cousin, whatever, to just understand that it's important to me and to have that empathy as I will do to you. But but so often we don't want to have what I call fierce conversations, because fierce conversations means, you know, we have to typically say things that are real and authentic. And sometimes it could it could hurt somebody or it makes us feel vulnerable. And I promise you, the the older you get. The more inclined you're, you're, okay with having to be, you know, somewhat vulnerable or, or having these fierce conversations, because every time you sugarcoat things or dance around it, it only temporarily gets better. It's like a Band-Aid, right? And you, you ultimately just live in pain and you die by a thousand cuts. So my counsel there would be to um, have those fierce conversations, be vulnerable, um, you know, put your 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 shield of armor down, and and, and really communicate.
3: I appreciate that. It makes sense. And for sure that one of this person I'm talking about wasn't toxic per se at all, but I think you're right. The education sometimes is important. I know sometimes, Judge, I've gotten frustrated and wonder why aren't they at the same page as me and realize, hey, I'm on a (laughs) different path of learning new things than they are. That's what I found. But sometimes you're right. I've had the case where toxic people and I've had to kind of let them go. And it's been, I've been blessed to say that they've turned around sometimes. Sometimes that separation was helpful where it kind of smacked them in the face and they were able to say, hey, listen, hmm, maybe Ramon has something there being a fit life or being more emotionally better or financially free or whatever it is. they've often come back around as well. I found that.
1: Yeah. And just know people, people never really want to take ownership in, in, in stating something they don't know, right? Because it's uncomfortable or they feel like they're not as smart. And so, you know, we or you or the partner or whoever just needs to always have self-reflection and going. hey, well, you know, I've been doing this for X amount of time and they've never been in this industry or they've never been in these kind of conversations. And it's, it's, it's my job in order to um, educate them on that.
3: I think that is so powerful for sure. One of the question I wanted to ask you is that even though I don't know if scaling nine of your companies is, in, is, in, is for me, but can you talk about how those of us who do have multiple projects or multiple businesses, any quick tip on that? Did you hire, as it were, junior people to run it? Did you have partners? Did you just hire multiple good team members? Can you talk about that? I know it's not you know, hard to unpack in four minutes, but when you're running two or three projects or companies, um, how did you kind of handle keeping them moving at the same time? Yeah, I, I think
1: um, whenever I've been the most successful, it's been one project, right? It's been one, it's been one company, and it it's taken, you know, great people, right, that that, that surround you. But every, all those times, it started with me, right, one person or my business partner, and it's just this unwavering ability to burn the ships, right? I talk about all the time, burn the ships, right? Commit, fully commit. And um, it's something I talk to my son a lot about, right? I mean, most most people want to talk about always. I you know I want to be a millionaire, a multimillionaire. I want to be in the NFL. I want to whatever. That's that's you know one percent of what is required in order to get there. And so, what you have to do is you have to get uncomfortable, like with anything, right? I mean. All of us on this call right now know what we need to do in order to potentially be successful today, right? Whether that's in our relationship, whether it's our diet, whether it's working out, whether it's the amount of calls we need to make, the proposals, the amount of hours we need to work. But until you're really committed to that goal and you'll really put in the work that's required, because the only thing results that um, reward is work. That's it. And, you know, my success isn't because I'm the smartest guy is because I got very clear on what I wanted, when I wanted it, why I wanted it. And then I built the plan and I was relentless to it. I didn't care about anything but that plan. Right. I missed the parties. I missed the I just didn't care. I wanted it so bad and I understood what was required. And I put that level of effort in and Ramon, I just don't think people in general, we want, but we're not willing to put the 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 proper amount of effort in. And a lot of people like, well, that's not true. I'm I'm putting in the effort, I would challenge you, you're really not. Right? I mean, there's there's different levels to things. And in that level of effort is, is the requirement.
3: Yeah. Hey, I love that. I love that. And again, the stage is quiet. I know we only have two more minutes before Kristen Kingsbury comes up, but Judge Graham, I think my third and final question, and thanks for your time. I love it when it's a bit quieter, cause I love to have amazing people like you all to myself, but is can you talk about maybe what was your goal? What was that relentless effort? I know we have Tyrone Poole here on stage. He's an NFL, you know, uh, 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 athlete, and we have the social media team get ready to come up and others. these are relentless people, but what was your drive that made you want to say, I'm gonna go on? Was it something financial, like you had a number? Was it yeah. something personal in your family? Was it your, your own self? Talk about about that for a bit, if you don't mind. Again, thanks you for your time with us today. Um, and I see a phone call came through, so you'll take a, a second or two yeah, to get that. Okay, it, good. Yeah. It was financial,
1: right? It was it was definitely financial. You know, I um, I always wanted to be rich because I I wanted certain things, and and once I became rich, you know, you know, goals change. But you know, you mentioned like an NFL player coming on, right? You know, <clears throat> I played a short stint of of college football at TCU, and. Um, I was with Ladanian Tomlinson, and, and and that dude was just, I mean, he just wanted it, right? It was clear that he wanted to be an NFL player, and he took the preparation and the efforts every day in order to get there, right? I mean, talent obviously helped there as well, but its you, you just have to figure out what is your why, and then you've got to build the plan, and you've got to just be relentlessly dedicated to it, right? Because it's pretty easy to come up with what you want. And it's not that complicated to build the plan, but it's really, really, really hard to be disciplined and execute against that plan.
3: I love it. No, thank you so much. And thank you for your time with us today. Really appreciate you, Judge Graham. And please give that, tell, tell us about that link one more time. If you have an online course, I think all of us should invest in that and pour into it before the amazing Kristen Kinsbury takes the mic. Thanks, sir. Yeah,
1: for sure. Thank you. It's it, it's up at the top. It's pinned in there in the, the link. It's, uh, it's eight plus hours myself and um, one of my business partners, Matt Monero, who's, um, runs a, a $250 million company right now, um, put that together and it literally are, it literally is eight hours of video content plus tactical downloads of how he and I went from just, you know, us to building and exiting nine figure companies. And it, it has the whole roadmap in there. So it's, uh, my gift, um, and Matt's gift free to you guys that are on breakfast of champions. So you guys have a wonderful day. Stay positive. Remember to communicate well with your partner. Remember, um, don't just chase dreams. You got to catch them and it takes effort. With that, I'm out. Thank you.